Hi, I'm Jennifer Isabella. And I'm Srividya Sridharan. Your co-host for Forrester's podcast, What It Means, where we explore the latest market dynamics impacting executives and their customers. Today, we're joined by Vice President and Principal Analyst Lori Wisdow and Principal Analyst John Arnold. They'll discuss how B2B companies can build and maintain a customer-obsessed growth engine by aligning leadership and teams around customer value. Welcome both. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks. I'm glad to be here as well. So... Let's talk about growth. Why a growth engine now? Should companies really be expecting to grow given the current moment we're in, right? Economic uncertainty, geopolitical turbulence, just coming out of the pandemic and and all and all that entails. Why now? So, great question to start this with. Um Yes, leaders should definitely be focused on growth right now. You know, we we all had to deal with the pandemic and and more, the economic turmoil, the supply chain disruption, the fierce competition. Um, and, and we're not out of this completely. We, we never are. Uh, there's always challenges. There's always firefighting and, and so forth. And some companies are growing, but some leaders are rebuilding or fixing their revenue engines. Some leaders are wondering if they need to focus on preparing for more disruption instead of focusing on growth. And some companies have no growth or not enough growth. Um, now, some of that volatility and that uncertainty is because of the present economy and some external forces, but it's also because buyers have changed. Remember, they're business people too, and they're dealing with all of this turmoil. So they're more digital, they're more demanding than ever before. In fact, our research shows that 83% of buyers in 2022 said they were dissatisfied with the winning provider. So growth leaders really need to be at the top of their game. And leaders should definitely be thinking about building the most durable growth engine possible right now. And the B2B landscape in particular is very competitive. It's very crowded. And companies always need to look for an edge. And they need to focus on the fundamentals that drive growth. So, John, what are those fundamentals? You know, in times of uncertainty, you know, it's it's really hard sometimes to go back and refresh on those fundamentals and focus on those fundamentals. So, what are those fundamentals? Yeah, I think that's the main purpose of a growth engine. And and Lori, you know, I think this is great um, a great point as as we were working on this research together to talk about those fundamentals. Yeah, I think the it, it is it was very interesting as we went through the um the, the research process because we we did come up with what we really thought were important things to to drive growth and then we challenged ourselves and said is this new how fun-? and and we, it is the fundamentals but we think they really need to be focused on and, and the core uh the core of the growth engine is really customer value and the acknowledgement that too many of our goals and plans and the processes that that we put together are really about extracting value from customers in the near term and the growth engine approach recommends really developing and then actualizing strategies that enable genuine value exchange. So customer value is the core, the center, but the growth engine really highlights alignment. We can't design or deliver or enable value to our customers if we're not aligned across the various organizational silos and process swim lanes. And it's, it's hard to keep aligned with rapidly changing contexts on our side rapidly changing dynamics on our customer side. Um, you know, I, I really always say it's a matter of, ca- of calibration. If we inside of our organization can all calibrate to the customer 
And if we do that well, well, then we're going to be kind of axiomatically aligned uh, in our engagement with the customer. So customer value alignment. And then the third, which we decided to, to focus on, is a developing a really meaningful tech strategy. And we also wanted to focus on how the tech strategy can enhance, create, uh, enable customer value. So we usually think, we get used to thinking about technology as an enabler. Uh, it can reduce the friction of experiences. It can reduce uh, the friction of, of, of execution. It can enable new and improved execution. But what we wanted to really highlight is tech can also be an, a new source of customer value, a source of, of value innovation. And by putting tech so front and center in the growth engine, we wanted to highlight all the dimensions through which tech, the products and the people, contribute to, to value. So I think most B2B leaders would agree on the concept of customer centricity and alignment, right? Those are essential things, but we're talking about something different here. So what is different in our reference to having customer focus and being aligned? You're right, Jennifer. Customer centricity and alignment are not new concepts, um, but that's kind of the point too. You know, growth engines can be over-engineered. And when that happens, they can get out of tune. And organizations can be really complicated. You know, they're, they're, they can be matrixed. Um, so sometimes the fundamentals sort of get lost and, and they don't get enough attention because they seem too fundamental. And you know, our research shows that the best growth engines are actually simple in concept. Um, and that, that makes them powerful. Um, and some of this stuff is hard. So we want these simple things to be challenging for the competition, um, but they also be, have to be achievable by an organization. So I want to give you an example. So our research shows that only about 7% of B2B companies are what we would call customer obsessed. And, and by the way, customer obsessed companies are much more likely to grow their revenue. So if your organization can truly become customer obsessed and, and focused on customer value, you're going to put yourself into the top seven or eight or 10% maybe in terms of your growth potential compared to your competition. And that's really simple in concept, but it's challenging to do that in an organization. And the good news here is that it is achievable because it's simple in concept. So building a growth engine is an exercise really in what not to do as much as it is about what to do. And that's really what strategy is all about. And it sounds like it's not a point in time when you know you have achieved this, right? It's a journey. And so how how do B2B companies need to be thinking about, um, uh, you know, the solution to building this growth engine? What are they not doing today? So, Shri, I think you're, you're right. It's not a, it is a journey, not a destination. We, we have used the phrase a perpetual business motion. Um, but I think we've been talking in, in the last couple of questions about, you know, what's new and is this fundamental? And, and we've been talking about these things for a while, but there's really there really are some fundamental mindset shifts that we're, we're talking, that we're really talking about and introducing and exposing through the growth engine. And it's, it's thinking about these things differently than we may have thought about them in the past. I think the most fundamental shift is in the perception of value. So I'd wager that most business executives and certainly most marketers believe that they are laser focused on customer value. And so I think it's easy to say, yeah, 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 tell me something new when we talk about value. But I'd also wager that those business pros believe in their heart of hearts 
that value is inherent in their product or in their service and in how they're com- and in a company. And so there, here's the mindset shift. What value is something that is realized by the buyer, not gifted by the vendor. And we have to understand how the customer perceives, experiences, and realizes value. That means we need to think about how value is realized at every stage of the customer lifecycle, during the buying process, during the onboarding process, during the um, use of the, pro- of the product to achieve whatever business outcome drove the decision. And we also need to think about how value manifests throughout the entire business ecosystem, not just within our organizational um, walls. And the most important thing to me is we need to think about how does the customer need to be enabled to realize that value? So value is you know fundamental. We've been talking about it, but mindset shift, not inside out, but outside in. The other thing is alignment. And you know, in the B2B world, we've been talking about alignment forever. But no one should assume that just because we've been talking about it means we've conquered all those challenges. In our most recent survey of B2B marketers, only 19% of marketing execs told us that they think, they believe that marketing is highly aligned with other internal functions. That's it. marketing executives talking about marketing alignment. Um, we, we conduct a, an annual future of work survey in our most recent one, only 55% of executives said that their organization encourages alignment and collaboration between different parts of the business. So the way we've traditionally thought about alignment and talked about it for years and years and years doesn't mean we've conquered that challenge. As, as John said, these things are hard. Um, but there's also a mindset shift needed here because a lot of our focus on alignment is really around internal alignment, around our processes, our metrics, our goals. And that's not a bad thing. We need to get better at that. But we also need to focus alignment around the customer. How are we engaging around the customer at every moment to deliver value? So it's another inside out um, to outside in flip. So, you know, so what do customers, organizations need to be doing differently, the things that they're not doing today, they need to, one, develop a, a deep shared understanding of, how, of customers and, and, and how they get value and what they value. Also align all our internal functions around the concept of customer value and, and creating and enabling customer value rather than um, enabling execution, our execution. And then think about how at every touch point, our employees have the opportunity to create value at every touch point across the customer lifecycle and make sure we enable those employees to, to help buyers realize that value. And I really want to echo what Lori said there. You know, leaders need to start looking at their value chains and, and address some really hard truths about the way that their organizations view the customer and operate around that view to create value. So for example, one of the things we found in our research is that there's a real disconnect between the perceived value created for customers and that value that's being received by customers. So in the research, two-thirds of product managers and IT decision makers said that their organizations are effective at meeting customer and buyer needs, but only 46%, less than half of the marketing and sales departments said that. So are we meeting customer needs or aren't we? And leaders need to really get to the bottom of these kinds of discrepancies and and use that gap analysis to find the places where value is minimized and then rally their teams around the customer and change that focus and align the teams and focus their technology strategy on being future fit and primed for growth. 
So from a day-to-day standpoint, you know, these are, you know, these are big mindset shifts. These, this, you know, I imagine require a lot of um, strategic conversations, but at some point when the rubber hits the road, uh, you know, leaders will have to do things very differently on a day-to-day basis. What are those things that they need to do on a day-to-day basis? I think there are two important things about operationalizing the growth engine. The first is that leaders in marketing, product sales, and technology, they need to share their competencies. And in order to grow, these functions need kind of three different competencies, customer competency, technology competency, and then at the center too is growth competency or wrapping the whole thing. You know, you have to be able to grow. And these competencies exist to different degrees in marketing, product, and sales. So for example, our research found that only 58% of sales and marketing leaders consider technology a personal strength. It's really hard to implement technology and especially emerging technology successfully when over 40% of your frontline revenue leaders need more technology competency. So to solve for that, marketing and sales leaders really have to partner with their chief technology officer, their IT and product leaders to raise that competency. And the same challenges exist when you're comparing, for example, sales to marketing. So sales tends to have the most growth competency, but marketing leaders prioritize growth at a rate 12 percentage points lower than decision makers in sales roles and nine percentage points lower than decision makers in product roles. So those growth competencies need to blend more from sales and product into marketing. And then the second thing is that organizations need to rely more on revenue operations as a function to really catalyze the alignment of planning, of processes, data, technology, metrics, performance reporting, and you know whatever your vision is for alignment, it's that revenue operations function that's going to help make it happen. So, you know, in your conversations with clients, like what are you finding are the main roadblocks? What are what are things that clients should be looking out for as they're trying to become more customer obsessed and build this muscle around alignment? I think the first is the realization that this is not really business as usual, although we might use have used these terms in the past. We really are talking about fundamental changes in the way we approach these things and that require mindset shifts. And, and the roadblocks come from a couple of things. First of all, it's just a lot easier to focus on internal processes, things we can control. Um, when we start taking an outside-in approach and building everything around customer value realization, around aligning to, aligning to the customer as opposed to around internal processes, we're, we're, we're dealing with all the vagaries of, of, of reality. And it becomes very difficult to, for people to give up the control. Um, so that's one kind of emotional hurdle. On top of all that, it, all too often, the marketing and sales pros I work with just tend to over-rotate on short-term strategies. That's usually a response to short-term revenue pressures, um, but it really promulgates the notion of extracting value from customers, which is anti-growth engine. Um, when we were doing the research behind the growth engine, there was one piece of data that kept screaming at me, and John mentioned it at the top of this, this uh, conversation. Um, it was in a recent buying motion survey, and when 83% of the buyers in a successful deal, the buyers who bought said they were dissatisfied with something about their chosen venue, vendor. And when you look at a piece of data like that, you, just, you realize what we're doing is not working to deliver customer value. 
So it's easy to lose the focus on fundamentals that really are necessary to drive a longer term mindset to serving buyers and customers throughout the life cycle. I was recently conducting some interviews about go-to-market planning and the CMO with whom I was speaking said, yes, 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 of course we focus on customer outcomes and journeys and value, but in the heat of the moment, you do what needs to be done to get the deal. And that's a reality that all sales and marketing professionals face. So it's hard to make that pivot to customer value versus our internal, our internal rewards. I also think that there are some very outdated perceptions of what we are in the roles we serve. So B2B marketers need to step out of like their legacy of being brand stewards and lead gen machines and, and sales supporters to really think about architecting, becoming the architects of customer value. At the same time, sales leaders sales and sales execs need to advance beyond the idea of just controlling opportunities to really thinking about how am I enabling experiences? Product teams have a, a tendency, a legacy of, of innovating on capabilities, using new technologies. We build it because we can, because uh, it's neat. And they really need to shift that focus from innovating around delivering higher levels of buyer value. So there's, there's a lot of emotional um, perceptions, perceptions of self and role, basically muscle memory on how, on how we behave. There are a lot of barriers that, that stop us from really operationalizing the, the spirit of the customer-obsessed growth engine. So the customer-obsessed growth engine is going to be a big focus of few sessions um, at our B2B summit in North America that's coming up very soon, um, as well as our other summits this year. What should we expect to hear from, from you and others um, at Summit? Well, I'm really excited about Summit this year, and uh, I'll be introducing the Customer Obsessed Growth Engine at uh, first at U.S. Summit in Austin, Texas in June. And uh, you know what you can expect there is leaders have been through a lot. You know, we need to get charged up. We need to get excited and, and start to put the priorities in place and bring big ideas back to our organizations. So um, we'll be talking about the customer-obsessed growth engine, the value in the center, the alignment, and the technology um, in terms of sort of the big ideas that you can bring to that. Uh, one, one marketing executive that I was talking to uh, recently was kind of put it this way. Uh, she said, you know, you really need to be responsible for one big thing that brings it all together. And if, if you had to pick that one big thing, she said, it would be that emotional connection that you make to the buyer um, and that buyer's deep seated need to get something done. You know, that could be to grow their business, to grow their career, to make their customers happy. And when you can get behind that, then it's, it's really motivational. So as much as this is about nuts and bolts and building engines and making processes work, this is always, uh, of course, balancing purpose and profit and, you know, having that mindset of getting, um, getting something done, but also, um, connecting to customers and connecting to buyers and, you know, connecting with each other. We're going to be in person, which is awesome. But there's a couple other really great keynotes that are going to be going on as well at, at Summit. And um, Katie Fabizak is going to be talking about doing a keynote about the this 
new concept of value that we mentioned during this conversation today and how value is uh, something we need to be thinking about in from a customer's perspective through different lenses across the life cycle and most importantly how we are always creating delivering and enabling value realization at every stage of our customer at every moment of the customer life cycle and then katie linford is going to really go deep into this concept of how can we start thinking about tech technology as more of a source of innovation in customer value not just an enabler of in delivery of customer value that you know other parts of the organization innovate. So I think both of those are going to be really, really great conversations. And then we're going to have a panel discussion on the concept of alignment, where we really bring, we're going to bring someone who is um, working with our sales executives and analysts who work with our sales executive clients, our product clients, and our marketing executive clients, and really understand and dig into what are the real challenges of alignment? Because the numbers I, I said earlier, 19% of marketers, marketing execs think they're aligned. Only 55% of companies actually, um, company execs actually think they, they, they promote the concept of, of alignment. So what's really behind the words we all love that's stopping us from actually achieving the objectives and the outcomes and aspirations we have? Well, I can't wait for all of these sessions. And, uh, you know, there's a lot more to come later in the year in our B2B EMEA and APAC summits as well on the customer-obsessed growth engine. Um, so really looking forward to that. Well, super excited about those events. Thank you both for joining us today. It's been my pleasure. Great conversation. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Sri. If you like what you heard today, check out our agenda for Forrester's B2B Summit North America, which includes over 100 analyst-led sessions filled with insights to drive B2B marketing, sales, and product success. Learn more at forrer.com slash summit23. That's forr.com slash summit23. Thanks for listening.